Hello everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill, and welcome to Plain Market Talk, where I will provide a straightforward interpretation and analysis of current market news based on my background as a retired Wall Street stockbroker with almost 50 years of experience. And I will also provide business lessons to help you become much more successful with your personal finance, trading, and investments. So let's get started. Hey everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bell. Welcome to Plain Market Talk. Today's Thursday, December 22nd, 2022. Okay, right now it's 4.16 in the afternoon Eastern Time. Uh, markets were down today. We had the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 1.05%. S&P 500 down 1.45%. NASDAQ Composite down 2.18%. They're actually down about twice as much earlier and recovered some uh, at the end of the day. Nothing significant today that caused the markets to go down. They're actually up yesterday. Uh, basically, investors uh, still have some fears that the economy may be going into a recession going into 2023 due to the Federal Reserve possibly overdoing it with the interest rate increases. Federal Reserve is still trying to slow the economy down to try to bring inflation down. Um, Speaking of that, uh, we had a revision of a pretty big economic report, report, gross domestic product. That's the value of all products and services produced in a country in a year. Anyway, for the third quarter, um, in the United States, the original report showed the economy grew at an annualized rate of 2.9%. That's been revised to upwards now at 3.1%. So it still shows the economy is strong, and that also would give some caution to investors that perhaps the Federal Reserve will have more impetus now to continue to raise interest rates in 2023. So anyway, we had that news also. Okay, so what else do we have going on today? Uh, I've got some uh, market news as well as entertainment news uh, involving the movies as well as the National Football League. And then today I'm going to finish off our stock order type overview uh, covering fill or kill orders, immediate or cancel, and take profit orders. And then on the next session, I'm going to be talking about special conditions, all or none, do not reduce, ex-dividend, and so forth, uh, and then move on to option contracts. So I've got quite a few things to talk about with option contracts. Okay, as far as entertainment news, Avatar uh, movie is doing well, continuing to do well. As of last night, Wednesday evening, which would be about five, six days now since release, it is sitting at a box office of $610 million. I did see it the other day. It is good. It's very good. It's very long also, well over three hours. Uh, but yeah, no, it was good. it's good. Uh, I liked it. Uh, I saw it just a regular theater, 2D. Probably it's worked for me to go back and see it in 3D. So uh, that, that's going to be uh, something the industry is going to look at. See, the first Avatar movie was not blockbusters right out the gate. It did $77 million opening weekend under expectations. But what happened, a lot of movies have big drop-offs after the second, third week. Not Avatar. It just kept plugging along week after week after week, eventually hitting $2.9 billion in the box office. The same thing with uh, James Cameron's other big movie, uh, one of his other big ones, uh, Titanic, did the same thing. Um, just kept plugging away week after week. So... That's going to be the key with Avatar. It's not clear how much was spent to make and market this, but James Cameron said a lot, um, the director, producer, and uh, he gave an indication it has to be a top five box office of all time to break even, and that's been interpreted as $2 billion. So we'll see what goes on there. 
All right, we had some uh, related movie news. AMC stock was down 8% today, trading symbol AMC. Basically, uh, the company announced a 1 for 10 reverse stock split. And the market does not like that. Market generally does not like reverse stock splits. I've talked about stock splits on previous sessions. Usually stock splits are to bring a company's stock price down to make it more affordable for investors. So if you have a company at $200 a share, investors may be shying away from it. It's too expensive. So the board of directors may declare, in this case, a five for, five for one stock split. So for every one share at $200, you'd have five shares at $40. So you don't make or lose on a stock split, but for a new investor, they're coming in buying effectively one-fifth of an old share uh, at $40 a share. Well, what a reverse stock split is, AMC stock, simple AMC, is at $4.90. Um, companies had a lot of issues. What's happening in the movies? People are going back after COVID to see the big movies, you know, Avatar, the Marvel movies and so forth, but they're not going back to see the, you know, lower, uh, lower budget movies. Uh, they're just waiting for things to come on streaming. And so that, that's been definitely affecting movie theaters, including AMC. Anyway, so what they want to do is a one for 10 reverse stock split. So uh, just to keep the numbers easy, let's just say the stock, it's at $4.90 a share right now. Let's say it's at $5 a share. If this would go through, for an investor, for every 10 shares you have at $5, you'd have one share at 50. The reason the markets don't like that is that it still isn't dealing with the underlying issues as to why it's a $5 stock in the first place. All right. So anyway, we got that news. Uh, National Football League has cut a big deal now with, uh, with YouTube for the Sunday ticket package. What that is, if you're not familiar with it, you get to watch like all the games, the ones that are not being shown in your local area. So, you know, if you happen to live in Arizona and you're a big Miami Dolphins fan, you want to watch the Dolphins game, it's not being shown locally, you could do that with the uh, NFL Sunday package. I've had some stockbroker friends over the years, you know, we're big sports fans that, that have bought this for years. It's been around since 1994. And what they told me they like to do is, you know, at near the end of the games, they like to just switch to whichever games have the best finish. So anyway, it's been on DirecTV since 1994. The problem is a lot, you have to be a subscriber to DirecTV to get the NFL Sunday package. And a lot of people are simply not. Uh, and a lot of people have dropped DirecTV and other cable-type services over the years, um, you know, accessing what they want to access other ways. And so the numbers I saw were that uh, DirecTV has been losing $500 million a year with this package. They didn't even bid on it when it came up for renewal. So uh, YouTube is, uh, has cut a deal with the NFL. I haven't seen the numbers yet. But YouTube says you do not have to subscribe to YouTube to subscribe to the Sunday package. In other words, it'll be offered separately. Uh, so this is going to open up a much bigger market for the uh, NFL. The NFL has basically pioneered TV contracts and making them profitable. They did that decades ago, and other sports then followed. I've actually seen numbers that it's been figured out that if a, if a single person didn't show up to an NFL game, in other words, stadiums were empty, they could still make money just from their TV packages. So anyway, all right, so we got that news. Uh, what else do we have today? Let's see. We got, oh yeah, over in the Bank of England, they're going to issue new banknotes. That's their paper money featuring King Charles III uh, coming out mid-2024. 
And uh, I'm surprised to see that he's actually the first king that will ever be on their money. Uh, Queen Elizabeth's been on it, but he'll be the first king. Uh, they've been issuing paper money since 1697. And back in the day, it was just, you know, writing on it. Uh, it was only in the 20th century they began putting, you know, people on it. Uh, and they usually just used famous um, British people. Uh, uh, Sir Isaac Newton's been on it. Besides all his science stuff, he was actually the treasurer of England at one time. Uh, Winston Churchill's been on it. Uh, but apparently the first monarch to ever go on it was Queen Elizabeth. And now um, King Charles III will be going on it. So anyway, so we got that news. Um, on a little side note, over in England, they have one currency issued by the Bank of England. They call them banknotes. We call it paper money. But as I've talked about on previous sessions, we actually have 12 currencies in circulation here in the United States, uh, um, each issued by one of our 12 Federal Reserve banks, uh, districts 1 through 12. And an easy way to see that, it works easiest with the single dollar bill. Just look to the left on a single dollar bill and you'll see a circle with a letter in it, A through L first 12 letters of the alphabet. That tells you which district bank issued that currency, one through 12. Uh, the name of the bank is then written around the circle. And then over to the top left, a little more is the actual number, district one, district two. So uh, currency issued by Federal Reserve Bank District one in Boston would have the letter A in the circle, first letter of the alphabet. Uh, Federal Reserve Bank of Boston's then written out around a letter, and you'll see a number one on the to, uh, up to the top left a little. Um, if it's issued by Federal Reserve Bank, Federal Reserve Bank District 2 uh, bank in New York on Wall Street, uh, it'll have the letter B, second letter of the alphabet, and have the number two and so forth. All right, so we had that also. Okay, so we had that news. Uh, also, uh, yeah, Tesla, one thing about Tesla, uh, yeah, that stock was down today quite a bit also uh, on an ounce of a rebate, a $7,500 rebate. Uh, Tesla's trading symbol is TSLA for Tesla, Tom, Sam, uh, Larry, Apple. Okay, This was a stock that was over $400 a share. Um, when was it? Uh, it was over $400 a share back in... About a year ago, about a year or so ago, I guess. And uh, anyway, it's sitting at $125 a share, down 8.9%. Yeah, the fact they're having to offer direct rebates of $7,500 now to people to buy Tesla, markets didn't like that. A lot of people have been shying away from Tesla, some of them because of Elon Musk actions over Twitter, just turning them off with his other company, Tesla. Uh, anyway, uh, also as gas prices come down, less demand for electric vehicles and so forth. All right, so we had that news also. All right, so let's finish it up today, talk about these uh, three stock orders. They're fairly straightforward, actually. All right, so fill or kill, uh, what is that? Well, it's an obscure order, not used too often. Uh, many stockbrokers have been into business for, for years or decades, might tell you they've never even entered a fill or kill order, but here's how it works. Let's say it's a few minutes before the market closes. Uh, you got a stock at $50 a share, they're going to release earnings after the market closes. Um, you're looking to buy a lot of that company's stock, 10,000 shares say, but you want to try to save a little bit on the $50 price. So what you might do is send in what's called a fill or kill order, and it's say $49.90 a share. 
Now, this order, you're basically making an offer to the floor trader on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange or what's known as the market maker on the electronic trading system, NASDAQ. I'm willing to pay $49.90 a share, but unlike a regular limit order that would just cancel at the end of the day if it doesn't fill, I need to know right away, are, can I get it to that price or not? Will you fill it or kill it? So it's an all or none situation, no partial fills. So basically you send the order and then within a few minutes you get a response back. The trader accepted your offer, $49.90 a share, they filled it or they killed the order and canceled it. And then you can decide what you wanna do at that point. See, that's called a fill or kill order. Now the other one's immediate or cancel, IOC. That's how it's sometimes listed. The way this one works, it's like fill or kill, but here you're willing to accept a partial fill. So say you do the same thing, 10,000 shares, $49.90 a share. With the IOC order now, you're telling the trader, I'll take whatever you can give me at $49.90 and then cancel the rest. So they may send back, I filled 3,000 shares for you and canceled the other 7,000. Then you can decide what to do. They may also not fill any and cancel the whole thing. But uh, So that's basically it. Fill or kill. Will you fill it on an all or none basis or kill it? Then I'll decide what to do. A media or a cancel. Uh, I'll take what you can give me and then cancel the rest. All right. Now, one thing you'd want to probably check with your brokerage firm, how long does it take to get a response? Back in my day, you can get a response within seconds. And then I know it got longer and longer as volumes began to increase. So you'd have to check with them on that. All right. And the other one's an order that a lot of brokerage firms don't even take. It's called a take profit order. All right. So the last thing for today, here's how this one works. Uh, let's say well, I use the same number I've been using. You, you buy a stock at $50 a share. Okay. Uh, you don't have time to watch it, but you know, you know it's a volatile stock. All right. So first thing you do is you put in a, a sell stop order. I've talked about those on previous sessions. If the stock goes down to $45 a share, just go ahead and, and sell it. it. It's a light switch. It becomes a market order. Just sell and get me out. But what you do is you put a second order on the upside, the top side, take profit, say it's $60 a share. You leave yourself $10 on the upside, uh, exposure of five on the downside. All right, so what this says is if the stock hits $60 a share, go ahead and sell it at that or a higher price if you can get it. So it becomes a market order. You might say, well, Bill, that sounds like a sell limit order you were talking about you know, on previous sessions. Um, you know, if it gets, uh, I just want to sell it. Uh, if it's 60, go ahead and get me out. Well, the difference with a take profit versus a sell limit order is you've got that other order on the other side, the, um, the sell stop order. So usually with take profit orders, it's part of a two-sided order. And what happens is if, it, if that order executes on that side, the take profit, it cancels the other order, the sell stop order, but not always. You got to check with your brokerage firm how they handle these orders, if they even take them, if they've even ever heard of a uh, take profit order, they're called TP orders, uh, and if they charge any extra money for it. So anyway, uh, I've never really seen too many of those over the years, but I've seen enough fill or kill or media or cancel orders. So anyway, hopefully that uh, cleared things out um, somewhat. All right, uh, well, one thing also, as we wrap it up, you know, I've been covering different order types. If you just use a search engine like Google and type, type in stock order types, um, 
the uh, you can find some websites that do a pretty good job. Investopedia, in particular, does a good job with those. Um, and, and as many of you know, I actually have a book out there, not promoting my book, but just mentioning it. Bill Thompson stuck. Uh, stock order types, and I cover that in the book also. So anyway, all right. So that's that for, for today. Hope everyone's doing well. Having happen a happy having a happy holiday, regardless how you celebrate. And we'll get back to it again soon and talk about special conditions. All right. So again, Bill Thompson, T Bill, and I'll talk to everybody again soon. Take care. See ya.